Welcome to CUCC's Sermons for Everyone. No matter who you are or where you find yourself on life's journey, we're glad you've tuned in, and we hope you find meaning in this week's sermon. Prayer is interesting, isn't it? It's puzzling. It's hard. It's supposed to be easy. It's just supposed to be a conversation with God. We're supposed to pray before we eat to bless our food. Pray before we go to sleep at night. We teach prayers to our children early on. And they pray to bless all their friends and their parents, their brothers and sisters, their dog, their cat, maybe a fish or a turtle. Yet with all this experience, why are we hesitant to pray in front of people? When asked to pray at a worship service, or maybe to offer the blessing at a group meal, we want to be totally prepared. I know I do. And most Sundays, we say the Lord's Prayer here. It's very important to us. It's important to me. It's comforting. It isn't just a part of what we do, a ritual. If we don't include it, it just seems like something's missing. I can say it by myself when I'm alone, but it just isn't the same as praying it here with you in this holy place. Sometimes when we're saying it here, I don't speak it. I like to sit down here in the midst of everybody and just listen. It's awesome to hear all your voices praying this ancient prayer together, to be surrounded, to be clothed, as it were, in love by all of you by this ancient prayer. I'd like to recommend that you try it sometime, but not everybody at the same time. <laughs> Luke tells the story this way. When the disciples asked Jesus, tell us how to pray, from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 11, verses 1 to 4. One day, Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, just like John taught his disciples. So he said, pray like this is, this is how you pray. O oh, Father, let your name be held in reverence. Let your kingdom come. Give to us each day our bread for the day, and forgive us our sins, as we too forgive everyone who is in debt to us, and lead us not into temptation. And here's still another version. Father, 
May your holy name be honored. May your kingdom come. Give us day by day the food we need. Forgive us our sins, for we forgive everyone who does us wrong. And do not bring us to hard testing. In all of the translations of Lord's Prayer, many translations, many versions are used. And it seems like each church and denomination has its own version, including our church. If you went to another United Church of Christ, they would have their own version too. So it seems like there's no wrong way to pray the Lord's Prayer. But it has to be reverent and sincere and loving. Here's what Luke's version tells us about this prayer. First, it begins by calling God Father, or it could be Mother or Parent. We're coming to someone who loves us unconditionally, who wants only the best for us, and indeed for the whole world. By putting God first, we are acknowledging our reverence for him and our complete trust in him. That comes first. Then everything else can take its proper place. Then, then we can think about our own needs and the needs of others. I also find it notable that it says our Father, not just my Father. We share the world and, and all its blessings as well as its trials. They are not ours alone. For some reason, this is really comforting to me. This prayer actually covers all of life. It draws your attention to, to today's needs. Give us today our daily bread. While still planning for the future and remembering yesterday, we're still called to live in the present. It covers forgiveness for yesterday's actions and asks for guidance for today that we learn from the past. We will be tempted in so many ways, and this prayer acknowledges that fact. We believe that we can pray directly to God. Others believe that you have to go through an intermediary. That's foreign to us, isn't it? Does prayer really do any good? Does it really go from our mouths, our hearts, to God? And does God really hear us and take heed? I don't know. How can anybody know for sure? I will tell you what's real for me. Most of you know that I'm responsible for the church's prayer chain. You send me an email with your concern or your joy. 
thinking, maybe something to thank God for a blessing you've received. And then I send it out. I have an email list of almost 250. And everybody receives the same message. And if I have a prayer request for somebody who's ill, it seems that almost immediately people start responding. Depending on the need, there might be cards, phone calls, notes, maybe a meal. The recipient then knows beyond belief that love and prayers are being directed their way. And of course, the prayers immediately. I know it makes them feel a lot better to feel this, all this love being directed their way, to know that others are thinking of them and sharing their concern. And when I've requested prayers for myself and my family, the response is so heartwarming. I know I'm not alone with this challenge, whatever it is, and I can feel the caring. To me, in that instance, you are being God. You're God's servants. God is working through you. I have heard so many people say after a disaster hit, how do people without faith get through something like this? Got me. There are many books written about prayer, many articles. You can look up ways to pray, and you'll find many articles written on the subject. Jesus said it all in a few words. But there are articles that are pages long, giving directions. And most of them, to me, are pretty good, giving explicit directions. An article I read recently, and I couldn't find the author's name, enumerated 11 things we should do regarding prayer. Plus, they also explained that prayer has five components, those being, first, the element of praise, then thanksgiving, confession, prayers for others, and lastly, prayers for yourself. I thought these all made sense. That pretty much covers everything, doesn't it? Praise to God for all the blessings that we continually receive. Thanks for all those blessings. Sorrow and apologies for the last weeks or days for deeds we have done or not done. Prayers for all those we know that are challenged with various illnesses. Maybe somebody who's lost a loved one, someone who's lost a job or has another challenge in their life, and finally for ourselves. Each of us have our own fears and issues and concerns, don't we? 
I once attended a study group where the leader suggested that we prepare a place to pray in our own home, to pray and study. Get your Bible, a notebook, a pen, and place it in a permanent place. Then every morning, first thing, we were to read an assigned Bible passage, ponder on it for a while, write down our thoughts, meditate on those, and then write down our prayers. It was good advice. And I did it for a while. Then maybe the phone would ring or something else would come up. I'd think of something that I needed to do right then. Needed to empty the dishwasher. Put a load of clothes on the washer while I'm doing this. Start something to bake. And after a while, it all got old. So the practice ended. It was a good idea, though, if I could have kept up with it. Some people find it really helpful to get a prayer partner or a group of friends to meet with on a regular basis to form a prayer group. We are to pray daily. And some find it second nature to have prayer just a part of their everyday life. Easy to say. I'll have to say that sometimes I have fretted and worried about something for days, and all of a sudden I'll think. I, I haven't even prayed about this. All the while taking care of the prayer chain and passing along prayer requests to all those prayer warriors. A couple things I've learned that I'll pass along. Keep your prayers simple. It's okay to learn from others. Singing your prayer is lovely and heartfelt. Carol's interpretation of the Lord's Prayer this morning is totally awesome, and it really speaks to me. And lastly, don't forget to pray. It really does help. Now, Lord, Hear our prayer this morning as we give you thanks for the blessings of this day, for this beautiful summer weather, for the companionship of friends and family and church friends. We ask for travel mercies for all those on our roadways and airways today. Travel with them by their side. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> 